this wonderful scene from the Gospel of John. What does this teach us about our own Christian lives as disciples of Jesus? I would love to do a retreat at some point in my life not on the questions that we put to God, but to do a retreat on the questions that God puts to us. Like this question in our gospel. When these two men, Andrew and John, follow Jesus, he turns around and he meets their gaze. He asks, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? Another translation, what are you seeking? Jesus meets us in the place of desire. Of desire. And desire is an essential part of being human. The reason that we have desires is that because we have needs that are yet unfulfilled. And so we search, we seek, we keep looking. And Jesus meets us in that place of desires. Now because we have a body, we have bodily desires. Because we have bodily needs. Food, drink, rest, exercise, shelter, warmth. But because we have a soul, we also have deeper spiritual desires. We desire happiness, and that leads us to the search for love. We want love to, be, to both give love and receive love. We therefore want meaningful relationships. We want to feel like we belong, that we are accepted. We also have a great desire for truth. Because we want to know that our life means something. That there's a purpose to our life. I want to know the, the answers to questions like, how do I make sense of the world around me? Why is there suffering? Where does evil come from? Is there something after this life? Who am I? We want to know who we are beyond what other people think of us. Do I have an identity? What is it? These are some of the fundamental, deep human needs that we have. And until those are fulfilled, we will keep searching. And the reason why this question of Jesus is so important is because in our fallenness and our brokenness, we often look for these things in all the wrong places. Looking for love in all the wrong, right? I won't sing you the rest, but, but it's true for all these needs. 
We look in the wrong places and we don't find what we're looking for. This is why this moment in the gospel is so important. Because God wants to get our attention. He wants us to stop in this restless pursuit of trying to fulfill these desires. He wants us to stop. He wants to meet our gaze. And he wants to draw forth from our hearts the most important desire that can come from our human heart. And that's the desire for Jesus. The desire to follow Jesus. To remain with Jesus, which will mean that I will entrust these desires to him. And that if I follow him, I will be sure that he will fulfill these desires in the best way possible, in a way that will satisfy me most, beyond what I could imagine. What are you looking for? And it's important to remember that if you and I follow Jesus, we have to know who we're following. John the Baptist calls him the Lamb of God. And we need to understand what that means and how this connects to this place of desire and fulfillment. Jesus, the Lamb of God. John was the privileged one not only to prepare the way for Christ into all of our lives, but he was the one who was willing to step back and to point out not only to John and Andrew, but to point out to all of us, behold the Lamb of God. You know what you're looking for? There he is. All these desires you have, these questions that arise in your hearts, the fulfillment of those desires and the answer to those questions, you'll find them in Jesus. Follow him. He's the one that you've been waiting for your whole life. And so they followed him. And it would even lead to the invitation where they would leave behind their occupations of fishing. So important is this following of Jesus to the fulfillment of desire. And there'll even come a, a moment when following Jesus is hard. There's a day when Jesus is teaching and the whole crowd leaves. They don't like what he's saying. It's too hard. And he turns to these 12 disciples and he says, would you also like to leave me? It's beautiful how much God respects our freedom. He wants us to follow him willingly, not through force or coercion. Do you too want to leave me? We can get off the path anytime. And Peter chimes in, Lord, 
To whom shall we go? As we follow you, as we experience you, we are finding in you what we've been looking for. You have the words of eternal life. We're going to stay with you. Because without you, we're not doing too well. And where does Jesus lead us? He is the Lamb of God because he reveals by the very gift of his life what is most profound, essential, and greatest about being a human being is that we are made for self-giving love to make a sincere gift of our lives every single day of our lives. If we do not allow Jesus to lead us into greater and greater love, the love that has this shape, we will not find fulfillment in anything else. I might get married thinking that that's going to make me happy. It's going to fulfill my desires. If I can just have kids, if I can just find this dream vocational career and find great success, if I can pass all my classes with straight A's and have a shelf in my home with all my trophies lined up, none of that will fulfill the human heart if we are not first and foremost allowing Jesus to lead us into greater, greater self-giving love. But if we bring that into our marriages, into our friendships, if we bring that into our vocational careers, bring that into our school and college experience, now I might begin to understand what Jesus meant when he said, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. But without that, we'll never find it. And it's beautiful how parents can begin to help their children receive this form of self-gift. I love it when I go visit a home and when there's children and sometimes one of the children will give me their seat. Beautiful. Even in a little age, their lives can take the the form of self-giving love. This time of year, there's all kinds of opportunities, especially if you're one of those people that's crazy about football. Have you noticed that charity never knocks on the door when it's convenient? It's during an exciting football game. Maybe a nephew or a niece calls and needs us. Maybe the children are restless and and just need their parents to, to play with them and to wrestle our way, wrestle ourselves away from that TV at times can be nothing short of heroic. Yes? I remember when God asked that of me during a season when the Packers we're in the playoffs, and it was, it was one of the most exciting games of the year. Charity knocked on the door, and God made it clear to me that he wanted me to give up that game in order to give myself to someone who needed my love. And I would not exchange 
a thousand Packer games for the joy that I experienced in putting a person before football. I would not give that up for anything. And we all know how difficult it is when our life is hard, when we are dealing with something that is painful, the kind where you don't want to get out of bed. And we know that when this happens in our life, when life is is a trial, we have a tendency to turn in on ourselves and want to check out. I remember in my early to mid-20s, I was unmarried, single, and I had this unfulfilled desire. I wanted to get married. And the Lord closed the door on two opportunities. And sometimes it was painful to deal with the loneliness and wondering how God was going to fulfill this desire. And there's a strong temptation and tendency to just throw myself into a marathon of Netflix with a jumbo Dr. Pepper and a bottomless bag of jalapeno kettle chips. Now you know my favorite snacks. And we have other ways of trying to escape or medicate the pain or the struggle. But no, to go against that and to find a way to reach out to somebody, to give my life, that's the best medicine for an aching heart, is to continue to allow Jesus to take me down the path of deeper, deeper, self-giving love. And now we go into the Eucharistic prayers of the Mass. And it won't be John the Baptist. It'll now be the priest who holds up the consecrated bread and wine and says, Behold the Lamb of God. Because again, we are invited to place all of our desires safely and confidently in the hands of Jesus and to allow Jesus to come into that place of desire and to fulfill them in the way that he knows best. Amen?